This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Ferguson takes the snap, inside handoff. Madden has room to the 10, to the 5, dives for the end zone. Touchdown, Explorers! Side Madden, he does it again! Three receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts that way, throws on the run, over the top, one-handed catch, made by Nick Rinella. He scores a touchdown, Rinella! for the Explorers. It's time for first kick on Bob Long Sports. And welcome back to Plymouth Whitemarsh High School, Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, where we have the Explorers of LaSalle and the Roman Catholic Kale Heights just about to kick off here at PEW. It's Chris Stremski once again filling in for Bob Long with Dan Madden. And it looks like LaSalle will be kicking off to Roman Catholic to start the game. Dan, any quick keys that we didn't cover? Uh, quick keys to the game. Uh, get a running attack going. Obviously, Cy Madden, one of the best running backs in the PCL, so you need to get him going. Uh, after a, a what we call a tough game, 60 yards may not be tough for, for other people, but uh, we need to get him going, get our offense uh, in rhythm early to, to maybe end this game early, and uh, the defense needs to get pressure on Anthony uh, QB Anthony Butler, so to make him feel uncomfortable in the pocket and so that we may win this game easier. A.J. Gammon, Jordan Haynes back deep, and Dan Karish kicks it, and we are underway. With Gammon returning it from around this 15, he's got a hole, and he's down around the 45. Good field position for the Kaolites to start. And here comes quarterback Anthony Butler for the Kaolites. Yeah, one thing we've seen all year from the, from the Explorers is their struggles on the special team. Dan Karish kicks it pretty far usually, so it's tough for them to get down there and to, to get the tackles down pretty, to get the tackles early. So it's something they need to work on, either kick it higher or get, get down there faster, but they just can't give up the field position they are to start the game like this. So we have a first and 10 at the 45 of Roman. Butler gives it off to Gannon, trying to find a hole he'll get at least a gain of one. Second down to nine. Edson getting a couple more than just one. About three will be down around the 48 of Roman. Second down and seven. Butler's a six foot four, two hundred thirty pound quarterback. He looks big compared to everyone else on the field. Shotgun gives it off to Haynes. Haynes has some room and he's got a first down and more. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Down and around the eight, nine yard line. And a simple call for Roman Catholic there, a nice screen pass and good blocking down the field gets him a big gain for, for until the eight yard line and maybe a, a quick score in the first quarter here. At least a 40-yard gain on that screen pass from Butler. And right there, third play of the game, it's first and goal for the Kaolites. Down around the eight. 
Got a timeout called quickly by LaSalle. Surprising call to say the least. 31 seconds into this game, LaSalle has to spend a timeout. They're first. Not the start we were looking for on defense for LaSalle. Looks look confused and dazed on, on, on the defensive side after the huge play by Roman Catholic, the 48-some-yard 40 game. So. We'll give you the starters again for LaSalle on defense. Colin Hirschman, Garrett Zobel, Tyler Whitehead, Chris Maloney making up the line. Corbin Mell, Austin Lemke, two big senior captains, Jason Kessler, Brendan Daly as your linebackers. Tom Flavin, Manny Quiles, Devin Smith, and Trey McNeil as your D-backs. So Roman Catholic on their third play, first and goal down around the eight. Butler handed off to Gaiman down around the three. Gain about five. And if you're the explorers, you just want to hold Rome to a field goal here. You don't want to start the game with a seven-point deficit with your offense not even hit, not even getting to the field yet. Chris Maloney on the tackle. That was a gain of four on the play. Second down and goal. Two backs. Gammon is one of them. Butler does give it off to Gaiman, and he is in there for a touchdown to the left side. A.J. Gammon for four yards out and a quick score for Roman, and that's what they needed. It is a 6-0 game pending the PAT. A strong run by Gammon. Had a couple guys hanging on him and still gets the four yards for the touchdown. Not what you're looking at for the Explorers' defense. Absolutely not. So number 27 for Roman Catholic, who's not on the roster. Ball is up. It is good. It's 7-0. Quick, quick drive for the Kaolites. Capped off in that big screen by Gaiman from Butler to get them inside the 10. And with 10.53 to play, it's 7-0. Roman Catholic taking the lead. LaSalle is going to take the field on offense. Excuse me, LaSalle will be on offense unless we see a little bit of trickery from Roman Catholic. And going off what we said in the pregame show, uh, the LaSalle offense looked very strong against Father Judge. A really strong passing attack when Cy Madden may have struggled for a game. Um, I look for Cy Madden to obviously play well again. He just has been one of the best uh, runners in the PCL. So if he gets if he gets his game going, they'll, they'll definitely have a great game. And if Tom Lamar stays confident, they'll be doing well. So Roman's kicker, who we don't have a number for, uh, we'll be about to kick it off to LaSalle. Octavius Carter and Miney Quells. Deep squib kick down around the 34. And that's number three, Tom Flavin. With the hands. Smart play by Flavin. He, the ball bounce, had a weird bounce there and uh, picked it up, just took a knee right away just so he didn't have, didn't have to bobble the ball. Uh, no controversy there. So Tommy Lamort, the senior quarterback, taking over at around the 34 for LaSalle. He's got Sire Madden, the left of him. Two wide receivers, far side. Gives a handoff to Madden. Madden finds a hole. He will have the first, and he's down around the 45 for a first down. And that looks like the side Madden that we know of. 
a, a sweep to the left, to the right side there. Uh, looked like he didn't have a hole and just burst through two guys for a 10-yard game. Double-digit gain, that's what you need for the running attack for the Explorers. The first down at their own 45. Five receivers far out. Madden now on uh, Lamort's right side. Still gets the ball. Travels north. Gets away from one tackle. And he'll end up getting... Still not even down. Now they mark him down around the 48. It's a gain of three for Sire Madden. Making up for what could have been a big loss or a short loss for a gain of three. That's not yeah. bad at all. Well, look like a three-yard loss there. became a three-yard gain. Some magic from Sire Madden to start here. He's had a 10-yard run to start the game and then what looked like magic there. Uh, he looks he looks in his uh, original form just playing the way he always does. South's quick to get to the ball. Shotgun formation. Madden to, his, to the Lord's right. Number 17, Brett Maley in motion. He gets the ball on a sweep. He'll get the first down. He's out and around the 43-yard line. Brett Maley, sophomore, 5'10", wide receiver. Plays lacrosse, too. He's not the bad of a lacrosse player. He's going to Maryland. Yeah, we've seen this multiple times uh, throughout the year. Brett Maley uh, coming through the flat, coming through for a sweep. or We even saw him at running back when Cy Madden was hurt for a, for a game. And he, he has some wheels. We, we've seen it throughout this whole year. And so... It's a good second option for the Explorers along with Cy and Manny Quills. Empty back formation. 930, 9.40 left to play in the first quarter. LaSalle is driving now at Romans 42. Lamort, shotgun. He's looking, he's looking. He fires, and it was intended for number nine. Liam Trainer, the junior tight end, just tips off his hands, incomplete, second down. Looked like a good pass from Tom Lamort, but just maybe a little... A little too, uh, too high for, for Liam Trainer, but something they should connect on in the future. So the wide receivers for LaSalle, Troy Holland, who had that big day two weeks ago, he's to the nearest side, nearest LaSalle sideline, along with Tom Flavin, McNeil, Brett Maley. Second down with Madden in the backfield and shotgun. He gets a ball, and he's down for... About a gain of 4-5. He's down around the 37-yard line. Third down coming up. Good play call by Brett Gordon just to, to reduce the amount of yards you have to get for, for a third down. Makes it, makes it a short third down instead of a long one. Brett Gordon, what a return for him. He, he wasn't with the program last year. Comes back again as an offensive coordinator. That probably helps a little bit with Lamort's prog progress. Third down and five. Lamort. The late handoff to Madden, and he's down and around the 35. It's fourth down and short. We're in an odd area here where where we may go for the fourth down or we may kick a field goal punt. You don't know. But looks like the Explorers' offense is staying on the field. Looks like they're going for it. They are going to go for it. Fourth and we'll give it two at the 35. Both teams have looked pretty good on offense. So far this game. Lamort with Joey Burnham, the fullback, to the left of him. Lamort drops back. He finds a wide open Burnham. He'll get a first down out of 25, down around the 21. Joey Burnham, the fullback. Gain at about 14 on the play. It's a first down for the Explorers at the 21. 
Another good play call by Brett Gordon. Didn't look like any of the K-Holites of Roman Catholic expected uh, Joey Burnham to go out in the flat for the pass there. Wide open, gets an easy first down and more. 8.07 remaining to play in the first quarter. Romans up 7-0. But LaSalle is driving at the 21. Lamort and the shotgun gives it off to Madden. Madden running south. Madden's at the 20, down around the 16. Gaining about five second and medium. Clark Styles, a sophomore on the tackle. Sophomore safe sophomore safety. Penalty flag is on the play, and it looks like it'll be going back. Let's see what the call is. So LaSalle gets called for holding. They'll send them back to around the 30-yard line. Now it's about a first down and long. First and 18, officially at the 29. Lamort with two backs, Madden to the left of him. Manny Quile is in for, uh, excuse me, motion. Offsides, be the, excuse me, false start will be the call. The Explorers' past two plays have just been out of sync. They, they started off the drive very well, but just right now just trying to get back in their groove. They're not, they're not, their play calls have been a little bit off, but hopefully they make up, make up some yardage here on the, the first and 23 to get to a, a, a shorter second down. So from the 21 to the 34, the Explorers end up after two penalties. Lamort, two receivers to the left of him, two to the right, and Madden in the backfield. I formation. Lamort finds Madden, and he'll get wrapped up by a number of KL lights. He'll get a loss of about four or five on the play. Second down and 28. And that was a good play by the by Roman's defense. They looked like they saw the play as it progressed. Uh, a screen pass to Cy Madden and got to him before he could even catch the ball, honestly. Shane Flaherty on the tackle for the KL Lights. And it's second down and 26 from the 37. 7.02 left in the opening quarter. LaSalle's down 7 to nothing. Burnham and Madden in the backs. Lamore gives it to Madden, and he gets stuffed again for another loss of three. Third down and 26. And good, good, uh, good pressure by the the Roman defensive line. They got to side Madden in the backfield very easily before before he could make his his downhill running. Third down and deep. Third down and 29, what do you call here, Dan, if I'm Coach Steinmetz? If I'm third and 29, I'm, I'm going to go for a short play, maybe a run or a short pass. I don't want don't to risk anything. Lamort drops back, looking for someone to throw. He finds Burnham, and Burnham still driving down around the 26. So that's a gain about 14. Gets some of those penalty yards back. And I was wrong. Lamort's eyes were downfield. He looked like he was looking for a deep pass, but found Burnham in the flat because no one was no one was open. Burnham gets a nice gain for a, a fourth and about 15, but looks like they're going to go for the field goal here. 
and it looks like it'll be a 43-yard field goal for Mike Wells. Number 18, Dan Karras on the hold. Ball spotted, the kick is away, and it is no good. Mike Wells from 43. Looked like wide left from what our angle was, but LaSalle gives up the ball. Roman takes over. First down with five and a half remaining, up by seven. Yeah, Wells had the leg, had plenty of leg, plenty of extra room, just missed it a little bit left. Uh, couldn't quite get there, but nonetheless, uh, first, and de- first and ten for, for Roman Catholic. LaSalle's defense needs to step up after the last the last drive for the Cahillites. So once again, we'll see Anthony Butler, the shotgun, with number 10, Jordan Hayes, in motion, and he keeps the ball down for about a gain of two as he runs north to about the 22. And if you're just joining us, Chris Ramsky filling for Bob Long tonight, alongside me, Dan Madden, senior at LaSalle, 7-0 KLites. Quick first drive for Roman. And it's second down and seven from the 23. Butler. Shotgun formation. Gives it to Gaiman. Doesn't get anywhere. Good stop by the LaSalle D-line. If you got anything, very minimal, but it looks like he lost maybe one to get actually got a gain of one on that play. Third down and six. A good pressure by the Explorer D. Have been struggling against the run so far after the first drive, but got good good pressure there. Uh, nice uh, pile for for a loss. Big third down for the Explorer C coming up. <coughs> it's Butler drops back. He's looking. He fires, and it is completed to Haynes. Haynes misses a couple of guys, and he'll get a first down down around the 33 yard line. Big first down for the KLHs. A nice pass by Butler. Just stayed in the pocket, stayed confident. A, a nice nice pass to, to Jordan Haynes, his, his biggest receiver with 400 yards this year. The first down. Sal with some substitutions. Number nine, Liam Trainer in. He's a linebacker as well as a tight end. As the KLites are at the 34 with 358 remaining in the opening quarter. Butler with... Two back formation sends Gaiman in motion, gives it off to the other back. Looks like a loss of one for Elijah Bolden, the senior. Second down, and still ten. Second down and 10 right now, the 34. So far, LaSalle's D has improved from that ugly first drive. As Butler throws, gives it off to Haynes. He'll get some. Route a gain of four. Third down. A nice catch by Haynes. Looked like he was about to get hit as he caught the ball, but made a nice juke move and then gained a couple more yards before he was taken down by Austin Lemke. Lemke with the tackle, the senior captain. Junior captain. Junior. My mistake. He looks like a senior. He leads like a, like a senior. 
So third down and six from the 38. Two and a half minutes to play in the opening quarter. Two backs, Bolden and Gaiman. And Roman will call a timeout. That's their first. So now each team has two timeouts remaining in the first half. For over 150 years, the attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have been serving families and businesses in Philadelphia, Montgomery, and Bucks County. Whether you've been hurt in an accident, you're involved in a commercial or real estate transaction, or you're securing your family's financial future at Howland Hess O'Connell, we devote our full attention and expertise to you. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Once again, call 215-287-9292 or visit us now at www.howlandhess.com. Big third down for the Explorers here. They need the stop so they can get the offense back on the field. Third and six looks like a pass for Anthony Butler here. Roman has been perfect on third downs this game, in this very short game. As Butler drops back. Finds Hayes, but it goes incomplete. It looked like it was right a little bit behind him, and that'll give a fourth down for the KL Lights. And that was a big play for the Explorers. Like I said, their their defensive line got great pressure and forced Butler to to shift his feet, uh, throw off his back foot, and it was a little behind Jordan Haynes. Troy Holland, Tom Flavin, two guys back deep at around the 30 and the 25, respectively. Roman will get the punt off. That'll be going to Flavin at around the 27. Flavin goes right and then goes left. He's still up and he's down around the 32 yard line for a gain of about five. And the Explorers had a great drive last last time, but just their their, their drive was ended by 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 stupid penalties and. Uh, a missed field goal by Mike Wells. I'm sure I'm sure he's not happy about that, but th- that they look good for the first drive, so hopefully they can keep that going and, and, and uh, stop the mistakes that they had. Well, Sal will take over at the 33-yard line in their own territory. Madden to the right of Lamort on the first down. Lamort throws and it's complete to Maley down in midfield big gain for the Explorers gain of about 16 on the play and Tom Lamore rolls out to the right that's his favorite move he, he likes to throw on, on the run to the right side usually the most accurate from that from that position great pass to Brett Malley for a nice big gain first down Lamort the senior quarterback who wasn't really supposed to start before Isaiah Jones tore his ACL during training camp this season and Lamort has done well early in the season. First down, Madden gets a handoff, and he'll get stuffed at around the 46 for a gain of two. Second down and eight with a minute 55 to go. (laughs) 
So LaSalle's offensive line early in the season, they got it. They t- it took a hit with Matt Weichel, their center, out for the season. Yeah, big loss for them. Matt Weichel was one of their team leaders. Uh, one of their big leaders, and they've been shifting different men. Uh, Brian Grady, uh, Craig Krug through the, through the center position just just had to find their find their niche so that they can they can uh, succeed even though they had a big loss. Sounds like someone either on the LaSalle or Roman end. We're assuming it's a LaSalle end. Uh, they're blowing a whistle, which is not good at all. That's a uh, PIAA violation, and they can easily throw this game off a little bit. So second down and eight from the 46. Madden to Lamort's left, and he'll fake the handoff to Madden. Lamort, he's running, he's running, he's down at around the 44 for a quick rush of two, third down. And four. Although he looked like he was under pressure, great play by Tom Lamort. We've seen early in the year Tom would would force a pass into into places that he wouldn't what he wouldn't want to, and end up with interceptions or or near interceptions. A great play by him to step up in the pocket and either take the sack or take the two yard gain there. Just looks like a new Tom Lamort compared to the start of the year. Now third and six, four wideouts, under a minute. Lamort doing a quick audible. Madden shifts from the left to the right to the left. There's Lamort, shotgun, fires, incomplete intended for number 11, Harry Scanlon, and that's a flag on the play, and it looks like it'll be pass interference for Roman Catholic. Big penalty for the KL Lights right there. Yeah, big penalty will be a first down for the Explorers if it is defensive pass interference. Uh, Rodney Michael playing what was good defense, but looked like he got a little too physical with the Harry Scanlon. And it is indeed a pass interference, automatic first down for the Explorers. And they'll take over at the 29. 40.1 seconds left. LaSalle is down 7-0. On this homecoming eve game. So Lamort loves the shotgun formation. Madden right behind him. Gives it off to Madden. Madden runs to the end. Down it around. We're going to give it around the 29. Gain of a couple. And with him running out of bounds, it stops the clock. 35.4 seconds left. Second down and seven. And yeah, short run so far by side Madden. He looks like he's starting to get going, but they need to start running to the the, the open side if they want to get him open open field to run with. Joey Burnham now in at running back to the right side. Lamort fires and completes it to Harry Scanlon. That'll be around the 19. That's good for a first down. And yeah, fingertip catch by Harry Scanlon there. Looked like it was a little bit far ahead and maybe a miscommunication, but Harry reaches out, grabs it, and stumbles for a first down. 30 seconds and ticking. This could be the last play of the first quarter. As LaSalle is at the 18, down by 7. They've been here before. Bad penalties hurt them. Lamort, right under center. Quick pass. 
incomplete. Troy Holland right through his hands. Second down. Yeah, maybe one of those uh, one of those passes you just have to catch, but that's all right. Troy Holland coming off a big game two weeks ago. He'll definitely pick it up throughout this game. Tom Lamort looking confident so far, looking good. Has some strong passes so far. And um, as long as he keeps that going, the, the Explorers will have a good game. 6.3 seconds left. Second down and 10. From the Roman 18. Three wide receiver set with Madden to the left of Lamort. And Lamort will give it off to Madden. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He's in for the end zone. Touchdown. Explorers as time expires in the first quarter. Great run by Cy Madden there. Looked like he was tackled at the, the 10, the 5-yard line, but he just runs through two guys, jukes through the rest, and goes in for the, in the end zone for a touchdown. Six points for the Explorers. And what a play it went down off that first quarter with. A great 15-yard run, 18-yard run by Cy Madden, who needed a little bit of help after those last after two weeks ago against Roman, excuse me, against Judge. Gets an easy early touchdown. Looks like he has his groove back. The extra point up and good for Mike Wells, and this game is tied at seven all as we enter the end of the first quarter. And like you said, Chris, yeah, a, a great a great way to end the first quarter. Big momentum boost for the Explorers. Look like they started off slow. They're, they're getting stronger as the game progresses. The offense doing great. Side Madden getting his groove on. And hopefully the defense can stop the K-Highlights again on third down like they did last time. So we started the first quarter with a score and the first quarter with a score. 7-7 all as we will take a break. Second quarter coming up from Plymouth White Marsh High School. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Second quarter underway as Dan Karish kicks it off. Squib kick at around the 10 to Gaiman, who had a tough time picking up the ball. Gaiman makes some moves. He's down at the 34. And what looked like it was going to start off bad for the Cahill. It's a fumbled, uh, fumbled kick return. Ended up well with a, a nice gain to the, about the 35-36 yard line. Game in last week against St. Just Prep, 17 carries for 40 yards in that 22-10 loss to the Hawks. And yeah, so he's looking to get going this game. Had a, a tough game against a staunch uh, St. Just Prep defense, so looking to get going this game. Hopefully the Explorers can stop him. First down and 10 for the Kale Lights, down at the 30 at their own 35. Roman Catholic going from left to right. LaSalle right to left. Butler to Gaiman. And he'll get a few yards, fight for them. He's down around the 42. That's about a gain of seven on the play. And yeah, it was wrapped up with a, with a gain of three yards, but stumbles forward for another four. A nice game for Gaiman. Um, the, the Explorers wrapped him up, but he just kept the feet turning and gets another four easy yards. Second down and three from the 42 with 11.20 left to play. Game tied up at seven. Both teams have two timeouts. Two back formation. 
Butler gives up to Gaiman again. Gaiman has a hole. He gets a first down. He's down midfield. And he's down at the LaSalle 49. A.J. Gaiman for about a gain of 10. And Roman's uh, rushing attack has just looked strong today so far. The Explorers' defense has not, not had answers as of now. Um, Gaiman looks strong and fast as a runner, a nice downhill north-south runner. And the Explorers' defense has not been able to wrap him up and keep him from those legs turning. Another, once again, a two-back formation, Gaiman and Elijah Bolden. Gaiman in motion, first down. Butler gives it to Bolden. Bolden has a hole. He's fighting for first down yardage. He'll get the first down. That turns out to be a gain about 11. It's a first down for the KLH at around the 36. Robin just trucking along here in the second quarter in this first possession of the quarter. And yeah, Gaiman just looks strong so far. Like I said, this north-south momentum running uh, is just beating the Explorers down. They just... He looks like he's out physicaling them. 10-18 left to go in the second quarter. Two backs once again. Butler throws it deep, and it is caught. It is caught by number one, Joey Bristow. With Trey McNeil in the coverage. Big play there for the Kaleites. And Roman will take over at the LaSalle 14 at the first down for the KL Lights. And yeah, a great catch by Joey Bristow. Trey McNeil with pretty good coverage on him, but Bristow just, just rises up and makes the catch in the air, gets both feet inbounds before he falls out. So outside of that one drive midway through the first quarter, Roman hasn't, LaSalle hasn't gotten an answer as AJ Gammon fighting for yardage. He's down around the three Goal to go for Roman. Big game over there for the senior back. I'll take over the three with 9.50 remaining in the first half. Once again, Bolden and Gaiman. They've, they've been using a two-back formation this entire drive as high snap flagged down on the play as Gaiman gets a touchdown. Well, let's see if it's going to get called back, however. Roman Catholic will get called for a holding call. So that negates a touchdown. Still be first down and goal. Regardless of the penalty, Roman Catholic's rushing attack has looked very strong. They're being very physical with the Explorers' defense, who are not taking it very well. So the Explorers' D needs to step it up, maybe get more physical with the, with the rushing attack and get more pressure on them before they can break through the, the, the lines. We talked about this in the pregame show. Mike McLeod, Miles McLeod was one of their top backs. He was out. Marquise Cooper, one of their top backs as well. He's out tonight. Gaiman's only big game was Nishamni for 21 carries, 151 yards as... Butler's pass to number 11, Matthew Galasso, incomplete. The tight end. Had a little bit of room there to score, but just can't hold on to the ball. Going back to Gaiman. Since that 150-yard 
attempt against Nishamni where he scored three touchdowns. 93 yards against West Catholic, 36 against Downingtown East, nothing against Chestnut Hill Academy and Carroll, and then just one carry for one yard against Wood, along with last week, 17 for 40 against the Prep. So this is a really big game for the senior back. So now they go to a one-back formation. Number 10, Jordan Haynes in motion. Butler's pass is overthrown. Looks like it was intended for Gaiman. And it's third down and goal from around the 12. Looked like a little miscommunication between Butler and Gaiman there. Butler throws it out in the flat where Gaiman just not is there, is, is not there. He looked like he was looking for a screen pass while, while Butler was looking for him to tur- turn up the field. The South student section can hear them a little bit. They're starting to get hype. Big third down coming up for the Explorers D. Looking to keep this game tied up at seven. Gaiman on the right of Butler. Three wide receivers. Butler looking to his left. Throws overthrown intended for Joey Bristow. Double covered, but it was just too far out. And it looks like Roman will have to settle for a field goal. Yeah, no chance for uh, for Bristow to catch that. Just overthrown out of the end zone. Great defense by the Explorers. Nice pressure, but just not a chance for Bristow to catch that. So it looks like it'll be about a 27-yard field goal for Roman. Shane Flaherty is her holder. Number 27 for Roman, who don't... Ryan Flaherty. There we go. Thank you, Chris Carabella, for that. Kick is up. It is good. Ryan Flaherty. 28 yards out. And Roman... Takes a 10-7 lead with 9.20 left to play. I'm surprised we didn't see a flag there. Uh, looked like Trey McNeil ran into the ran into Flaherty there, but maybe just a little a little stumble there and ran into his legs, but nothing big. So, so, Danny, you've seen most of this LaSalle team all this year. How have they been on the run on defense? Uh, is you, this is this something that people have seen? them struggle with the run this year they have struggled at times this year with the run they're usually pretty strong they, they played very well against judges run attack last week um with their with their dual threat quarterback um with the read options they played great but right now they're just struggling with with the physicality of of um of aj gaiman he just he's just running north and south he's running through them instead of around them it's just something they haven't taken to very well this year octavius carter the junior and tom flavin the senior back to receive Flaherty's kick. They're back at around the 11. And they get another squib kick. And number five, Corbin Mell, a senior, just falls on it, and LaSalle will take over at around the 32-yard line. He does a lot of these, Flaherty does a lot of these squib kicks. We saw against Prep, opening kickoff against Prep, squibbed it, and they recovered the ball. Which is smart. So I don't know if they're going to kick it off deep anytime the rest of this game or squibbing some of their motion. Uh, Lamort keeps the ball. No, it looks like Malley. Malley, you are right. 
number 17 with the gold shoes. Yeah, they had Lamort out to the right, and they had Mally and, uh, Mally and Cy Madden having a, a read option look there in a wildcat formation. My mistake. Um, that's why I don't keep your. That's why you keep your head up. Yeah, looked like Mally uh, kept the ball in the read option there for a, a gain about one or two. Second down and nine. The Explorers at around the 34. Lamort looks like again he's going to the far side. Brett Malley, who played quarterback freshman year. He'll play the keeper. And he's down around the 40-41. Two straight plays for the Wildcat for Maley. Nothing really going on right there. And it's a third down and seven at 36. And yeah, a long third down for the Explorers here. It'll be tough for Tom Lamort. Uh, basically his first play of the drive, uh, being out wide on the first two plays. Um, I wonder if we'll see a pass here, maybe a, a rollout to the right, which is a strong suit. Four wide receivers, three to the north side of the field. Cy Madden to Lamort's left. In shotgun formation, Lamort steps back. He fires, and it is deflected from the Roman defensive lineman, number 74, Aiden Rich, 6'4", 260, big boy. And it's a three and a half the Explorers. And yeah, he did have an open man downfield. Just good job of the, the Roman defense to get their hands up and, and block the pass before it could get downfield for a first down, it looked like. Shane Flaherty and A.J. Gaiman back deep to return Mike Wells' punt. Wells is punting around the 22-yard line. Had a problem over there. And it looks like it'll be Flaherty doing the fair catch. At around the 31. So 7.52 left. Roman will take over. They've looked really strong this game. Up 10-7. Score might say something different, but from what we've seen and from what you've heard on the call tonight, it's been mainly a dominated game for Roman. Yeah, LaSalle's defense has not been able to step up against Roman's rushing attack. Again, as we say, Gaiman has just been strong and physical with the Explorers' D, and it's, it's something they, they haven't been able to do well so far this game. Um, on, on the defensive line, maybe they need to get a little pressure, close the gap so Gaiman doesn't have any room to run, but so far, Roman looks very strong. Roman going the two-back formation again. Butler off to Gaiman. Gaiman just bounces off of some LaSalle kids. Looks like there's a cleat on the field or whatever it was, but nonetheless, Gaiman just stumbling and bumbling down around the 35-yard line. It's something the Explorers need to do. Gaiman was, was wrapped up with about a three-yard gain there, but kept his feet turning the offensive line and pushed him forward for another four yards. That's, that's very demoralizing to a defense, something that you can't come back from because now they have a second and short instead of a second and seven. Steven Matchett on the tackle. Eight-yard run. Second down and two. Butler gives it off to Gaiman again. Gaiman gets stuffed by number 10, Devin Smith, the D-back. And he's going to go backwards for a couple. Great play by Devin Smith to get in the backfield there. Uh, get to Gaiman before he can start uh, start getting the feet turning. So which is something the Explorers uh, could look for to get, to get Gaiman down before he gets the feet turning because it's something that something that when he starts going, you know, you may not be able to stop him. So this could be a big third down for LaSalle at Romans 33. 6.34 remaining. Once again, they go with the two backs, two wide receivers out. Butler 
He's going to fire. And he finds his wide receiver, number 10, Jordan Haynes. And that's a first down at the 40. So basically, this game for Roman has been either give the ball to Bolden or Gaiman, or in all else fails, throw it to Haynes. And so far, it's worked for them. I mean, they're up 10-7 against the Explorers. We've had a good defense so far this year. Uh, Gaiman rushing very well, and, and Jordan Haynes, a very reliable wide receiver for uh, Anthony Butler. Jordan Haynes last week, two catches for 17, 72 yards and a touchdown. That's first down. They give it to Gaiman again. He gets nowhere. No gain on the play. Around the 41. Second down for the KL Lights. They'll give him one, actually. So second down and nine from the 42. Today, as we said earlier in the, in the, tele- in the broadcast, it is homecoming. We've seen a little bit of some former LaSalle alums. TJ Garvin, Andrew Maloney, Jared Walls from last year's team. We could see from the from the uh, stands that are right below us, second down and ten. As a Anthony Butler's pass to AJ Gammon is gonna go nowhere. Negative yardage on that screen. Huge loss for them there. It looks like a, a loss of about seven or eight. We'll give him a loss of about eight. And it was a quick little screen pass for Anthony Butler. Uh, looked like he threw it a little bit backwards, but the Explorers D got great pressure and stopped Gaiman before before he could get anywhere. So it's officially third and 18 from the 32. This is perfect for a stop for the LaSalle defense. One back, three wide outs to the right. As Butler's pass is intended for Jordan Haynes. He gets that ball. And just a short gain of about two or three. And Roman will have to punt on fourth down. And time's ticking down here. There's about four four minutes and 19 seconds left. Looks like the Explorers still have time for, for, the, uh, for a nice score. Maybe get momentum before the half. So fourth and 17. And LaSalle will call a timeout with 4.08 remaining, down by three. They have one remaining. So, Danny, if you're John Steinmetz, except you're not, but let's say you are, you have all this football experience in your head, what's your game plan going into this drive? Do you take a lot of time out, try to eat up as much clock as possible because you'll probably get the ball in the second, you do get the ball in the second half. Yeah, if uh, the Explorers are getting the ball in the second half, and I believe they are, I say you uh, chew the clock down and get some runs in, but in the end, you want to score. You don't want to end up with a field goal, only three points. You want to end up with a touchdown, get a nice seven points before the half. So as the Explorers, the main goal is to score, and the secondary goal is to chew a clock. Do you think we see a little bit more passing here? I think we do. Tom Lamorne has been confident so far, had some nice passes. So I think Brett Gordon and John Simons have great trust in him. Shane Flaherty on the punt. Troy Holland on the reception. And the catch, excuse me, at 32. He doesn't get anywhere at all. So LaSalle will take over at the 34. They had a three and out last drive, which included a lot of wildcat from Brett Maley. 
We see Manley out there again, but he's a wide receiver along with Troy Holland. Two wideouts and two backs. Number 44, Austin Lemke is a fullback with Madden right behind him. Eye formation. As Madden gets a handoff. Short gain down at around, we'll say, the 43. Like you say, Chris, first plays a run. They're starting to chew clock, maybe get down to two minutes before they start. If they can get the first downs and keep going before they start getting more aggressive and start going for the score. Second down and five. The 38. Excuse me. Same formation. Lamort hand, fakes a handoff to Madden. Throws it to Lemke. And he looks like he'll get the first down. Near the Roman sideline. Down at around that 44-yard line I previously mentioned. That's the first down for the Explorers. And defensive back Donathan McCants may have uh, regretted them trying to make that tackle to Austin Lemke. Lemke almost ran him over there. Still goes down, but sends a message that he's not. he doesn't want to be messed with. Lamort again under center. The first down hands it off to Sire Madden. Madden finds a hole. Gain of about eight. And now the Explorers have entered Roman Catholic territory, second down and three at yeah. the Roman 49. Like you said, there was a huge hole for Sire Madden. It's up, he got tripped up uh, before he could before he could really gain some yardage, but a good six, seven-yard gain to make it a short taken down for the Explorers. Maley close to us on the south end of the field. Lemke and Madden, the two backs. Lamort rolls out, and he gets eaten up. Number 25 for Roman Catholic on the sack. Don't have his name on the roster either. Yeah, Lamort was just was gobbled up in the backfield, didn't have any blockers there. Uh, a couple of them bit for the for the play action, but most of them didn't, and Lamort uh, at about a 10-yard loss. That's <coughs> the third down and 14 from the 40-yard line with about minute 48 remaining. So now we see Lamort back in the shotgun formation for the first time this drive. Four wide receivers flagged down on the play, and it looks like it will be a delay of game. And head coach John Steinmetz not happy at all. Excuse me, actually, actually, it's John Dean. But I'm guessing John Steinmetz also wouldn't be happy about that either. I'm sure he's not not very happy with that call. I would be ha- I would be happy if I'm in about this entire performance so far in this half. The Explorers have looked slower than Roman Catholic, but their offense has looked better than their defense as of now. But We'll see what happens in the second half. Third and 19 here. I wonder if they'll just maybe run the ball with side Madden, run out some clock. They don't want to take any chances. 136 left. Haven't heard a lot from Troy Highland lately, who had that big game two weeks ago. As Lamort throws to Madden, and he'll get back to the original first down marker at around the 44. So it's fourth down to 10. Roman still has two timeouts remaining. And it looks like they will use one of those timeouts the minute 20 remaining. So they will get some time. They have a timeout at the disposal as well. 
Not a good homecoming to come if you're a LaSalle sport. Yeah, I guess it's a tough homecoming for the Explorers right now. Maybe maybe at halftime they can get a little hyped up, maybe get some confidence for the second half. But right now, not looking as good as they did two weeks ago against Father Judge. Look out of rhythm on the both defensive and offensive sides. So it'll be a fourth down and nine from the 45. And it looks like LaSalle's going to... No, they're not. My bad. Let's look at the punter. Mike Wells. We'll punt it back. And looks like it will just be down and around the 15. Rolling down to the 14. Great punt by Mike Wells. Now Roman only has one minute to go about... 85 yards, so it's going to be a lot tougher for them. So the uh, the poison, as we used to call it a few years ago at LaSalle, whenever we were going to avoid our kickoffs, the poison kind of didn't really work that well. Down around the 14. But Roman's offense has been hot, so I wouldn't expect to see something big here. Yeah, you can't allow a big play as an explorer's defense. That's just something you don't want right now. You don't want to go into halftime having let up a big play like that. First time in this game, an empty back formation. Five wide receivers. Haynes in motion. Gets that handoff from Butler. And he's just running around. He finds a hole. Look out. He's at the 30. 35. And he's out of bounds at around the 37. Jordan Haynes on the sweep. And a great play by the KL Lights, and that gives him a first down, and he's out of bounds, so the clock stops with 58.4 ticks remaining. Yeah, Haynes looked like he had nothing there. It was stopped about the 15-yard line, cuts back, cuts back again, and gets a huge gain to about the 37-yard line, so a lot of confidence for the, the KL Lights here with their rushing attack. So yet once again, empty set back. Empty backs. Haynes again in motion. And Butler will just hand it off again. He's short. Down around the 36 for a loss of two. Second down and 12 with 45 seconds remaining. And no timeout by the Cahillites here. It looks like they're just maybe trying to run out clock. Maybe wanted to take a chance, see what they could do. But right now it looks like they're, they're going in the half with a 10-7 lead. Second down and 12. Unless Roman calls a timeout or an incompletion, this might be the last play. I guess you go deep. Five wideouts. Haynes in motion once again. Didn't look like he was going to get a sweep. And with that, Roman's going to use their third and final timeout with 14.7 ticks remaining. Cool day here at Plymouth White Marsh. It's about it's clear and 51 degrees according to my Apple Watch. Nice little football weather for uh, October Saturday night. Yeah, it's a great night for football. The Explorers just haven't been up to the challenge as of now, but hopefully at halftime they get a, get a little a boost from maybe Coach Steinmetz or someone in the a leader in the locker room. But hopefully they can turn around after halftime. This 10-7 lead for the K Lights right now. 
looking strong compared to the Explorers. Let's just hope another uh, Philadelphia team doesn't play like this tomorrow against the Washington Redskins. Amen. So 14.7 seconds left. Rome is up 10-7. They're at their own 36. Four wide receivers, two on each side. A.J. Gammon to the right, to the left of Anthony Butler. And Butler is just going to take it on the keep. And he gets stuffed. They call the player down. And that looks like that'll do it for the first half. As time expires. And yikes, just to say the least, for the Explorers. Yeah, have not looked strong in the first half. They usually start off slow in games, but right now they need to really pick it up in the second half if they want to have a chance at winning this game. Roman looks a lot stronger than they expected. One of those games that could be a letdown game for them. Maybe in the second half they pick it up. Hopefully they do, and hopefully that they can come through with a win. 10-7 to Roman right now. So we'll take a break here. We'll get to you to our halftime show shortly. Uh, 10-7 Roman Catholic with the halftime lead. You're listening to Bob Long LaSalle College High School Football only on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292 or CUP. Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the 
you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. And welcome back to Plymouth White Marsh High School in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. LaSalle College High School football on Bob Long Sports. Chris Ostremski with senior Dan Madden. 10-7 Explorers trail during their first game, home game of the season and their homecoming. Uh, Dan, quick thoughts about this game right now. Uh, on defense, the Explorers have looked weak. Um, A.J. Gaiman, uh, senior running back for Roman Catholic, has been running through them. His north-south, his north-south running has been very, very tough for them to handle. He's very physical with them, and something they haven't been able to handle well this first half. The Explorers' offense has not looked bad like they have in the first half of the season, where there were sloppy, bad turnovers. Tom Lamore throwing interceptions, fumbles by Manny Quills and Cy Madden, but they haven't been able to get anything really going. They've gotten drives, but they haven't gotten many scores out of anything. So it's tough for them to really to really say they've done well, but hopefully they can pick it up a little bit and get points on the board so that they can they can take a lead in this game. What's one adjustment you would make for the LaSalle overall offense or defense? On defense, definitely get a lot of more pressure in the backfield. Uh, they need they need to get uh, A.J. Gaiman stopped, uh, Anthony Butler stopped before they can get their legs moving. On offense, the Explorers just need to start moving the ball further downfield. Tom Lamort has thrown short passes so far this game. Side Madden has run well, but... Get Tom, get Tom out of out of the pocket, rolling to the right or the left. He's very strong in that, and get passes down the field, 10, 15 yards at a time. They don't have to be long passes, but get Tommy confident and get him, get them down the field so that they can score points because that's how you win the game. 10-7, Roman leads. This is not the only football action we have today. We've got some college football. We'll start off SEC ball. Vanderbilt led by former Explorer Kyle Shermer. With a shocking upset of Georgia, 17 to 16, that's her first road win in like a long time for the Commodores. Clemson, big game there in the ACC, 
against a pretty tough NC State team. NC State could have won that game. Missed a field goal. As time expires. I know, yeah. Clemson really eked out that game. They were pretty much lucky they didn't lose that game with NC State missing the uh, field goal as time expires. In overtime, they looked strong, obviously, with, with an easy score and then the interception so that they could close out the game. But uh, lucky to eke out that win there and so they can stay in the college football playoff. Hashtag college kickers. 24-17, number three Clemson survives. Oklahoma with a convincing win over Kansas State. West Virginia the same over Texas Tech. We also had Iowa over Purdue, 49-35. Baylor over Kansas, 49-7. Big game in the SEC. Turned out to be just a dud. Number one, Alabama. They just rolled that tide over to Knoxville, Tennessee, 49-10. Crimson tied over the Vols. Yeah, Nick Saban has been able to, to form that defense and do a dynasty. They just they stop everything that comes at them. They, they basically shut down Tennessee's offense, and they look strong throughout the game, look convincing as the best team in the nation. Continue with the 330 games. Florida State 17-6 over Wake Forest in the low-scoring game. Number 10, Nebraska, ekes out past Indiana, who's a tough opponent. The record might not show it, but 27-22 for the Cornhuskers. Yeah, like you said, definitely the... the 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 record does not show up, but they have had t- they've played tough games against Michigan State and like you said Wisconsin here um, or Nebraska. Sorry, my apologies. Um, but they they're a, they're they're a team that could upset a team in the future. You know, one of those teams that looking to be in the college football playoff or looking to to contend. Indiana is one of those teams that can that can knock you out real quick. Speaking of Michigan State, what a sad story for them from college football playoff last year to just a horrible season. They lost again today to Northwestern, 54-40. North Carolina with an upset over Miami. That's Miami's second straight loss, 20-13 for the Tar Heels. Uh, Syracuse, my school, go orange. They upset number 17, Virginia Tech, at home, 31-17. Utah, number 21 in the nation over Oregon State, 19-14. Those are the games that just happened. Uh, There are some games that are... Ongoing right now, especially number 22, Arkansas, leading number 12, Ole Miss, 17-6. That's just starting the second quarter with Ole Miss driving at the Arkansas 8. Houston's leading Tulsa, 17-3. Texas and Iowa State are scoreless, along with Stanford and Notre Dame, which is where our own Bob Long is this evening. And then also UCF is up 11-7 over Temple. That's your local matchup. And now for the big one, to get to a uh, Big Ten, big, brutal showdown. Ohio State, Wisconsin. What do you like in this game? I like Ohio State in this game, but it's going to definitely be a close one. Wisconsin, very physical on defense, like to hit, like to get physical. Ohio State's offense has been very proficient this year. Urban Meyer, a great coach at Ohio State, just has, has turned that program around. And JT Barrett playing very well. Ohio State's defense has been very, very good this year as well, so... I look for Ohio State to win, but they may eke out a win here, maybe a, a game-winning field goal or something in the last two minutes. But it's definitely going to be a close one and a very fun game to watch. Beginning of the season, no one was talking about Wisconsin. Paul Christ, who's done a really great job with this program since he took over last year, beat LSU at Lambeau Field, and he stayed competitive a few weeks ago against Michigan, although they lost by a touchdown. Beware the bye week Badger. Do you believe in the bye week Badger? I don't know, man. I don't know, Chris. Uh, it might be a might be a curse for them, but let's see. Um, I think that Ohio State definitely will take that one, but it's going to be 
one of the better games this season because Wisconsin's defense has been one of the best in the nation next to Alabama and next to those teams in the SEC. But Ohio State, let's see if they can be, like they see if they can beat down the uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Like they've beaten down a lot of teams this year. Uh, they beat in Oklahoma very easily. That was one of those games, but you didn't expect to see. Uh, Wisconsin played very well against LSU at the start of the season at Lambeau Field, which was tough for them, and have competed against Michigan, a very close game there, even though they didn't have the best game offensively. So Wisconsin, one of those teams that very underrated, definitely on defense, one of the best in the nation, but offense uh, maybe get a little better, and they could be in the playoff contention. Big showdown in the Big Ten, 8 o'clock. Kickoff should be shortly on ABC. Uh, we'll stick locally now. Preseason basketball, like we all care about that. The process, though, 46 de- uh, Detroit Pistons against the Sixers at the well. Uh, they call it the center because they don't like the Wells Fargo because of obvious reasons. Uh, 46 to 20, uh, 46 to 33, that game's at half. Uh, Flyers off a great 4-2 win last night against the Los Angeles Kings are back in action. They'll play Arizona Coyotes in Arizona season opener. That's at 9 o'clock. Steve Mason's going to get the uh, Venata net. Did you stay up for that game? I did not stay up for that game. I had heard that uh, Jonathan Quick was hurt, so I, I expected the Flyers to take that game. But it was it was a good game for, for the Flyers. Uh, strong start to the season. Hopefully, they can make the playoffs this year in a in a, in a city of Philadelphia that has been obviously almost very saddened by by the the sports teams in the past five six years. Four goals in the second period. All four of them in the game for the Flyers. Sean Couture had two goals. Boyd Gordon had a goal. Someone else, Mark Streit, had a goal. But I think the bigger story is with these rookies. Uh, Travis Konechny on that line with Sean Couture and Jake Voracek, two assists. Ivan Provorov, an assist on that Mark Streit goal. You like these rookies? Yeah, very promising for the Flyers. In the past couple years, they haven't had anyone that they could look forward to. They had Claude Giroux and all of them. But last year, they had... uh, Gostas Bear uh, look, looking very good on defense, and now they have the rookies this year. Something to look forward to for the future, and something that the Flyers can can hang on for the rest for the for the rain, remainder of those boys' careers. Um, very strong showing in the past couple of years by by all the rookies in the NHL, um, by uh, Eichel and um, and all and all of them. Just a, a good future for for the NHL. But the Flyers looking good so far, and hopefully they can they can take that to the, throughout the whole year. We had Connor McDavid last night. Again, he's been sensational for the Edmonton Oilers from last season and this season. Austin Matthews, four goals. Uh, he's playing against the Boston Bruins right now. Three to one Leafs lead. And Austin Matthews has no points so far in this game, but that might change in a little bit. And then finally, the Eagles. Can't th- we can't go off on this halftime show without talking about the Eagles. Eagles, Redskins, one o'clock tomorrow no- afternoon in Washington. Who do you have in this game and why? It's in Washington, so Redskins should have the advantage, but I'm going to take the Eagles. Again, I might be biased about this one, but um, Carson Wentz has looked amazing throughout the first three games, even though the first four games, I apologize, um, even though the last game he may have struggled a little bit. Um, he's played great. Their offense has been very proficient. Their defense has been one of the best in the league. Last game they got, uh, they, they let up 24 points in a, a last-minute last, last minute field goal, but um, looking for them to take the W here for, to gain confidence again, but the, the Eagles are looking very good this year. So uh, as an Eagles fan, obviously, they're going to the Super Bowl. But um, uh, as any other fan, I'd be impressed by the Eagles this year. And uh, I'd be wary when they play them. As the, uh, the Birds 24-7 intern that I am, 
I'm going to give my input. Jordan Reed's out with a concussion. That's big for the Washington offense. He's one of their biggest weapons. You have, I mean, you have Jamison Crowder. You have Pierre Garçon. You have a Deshaun Jackson who's already past his prime. But that Jordan Reed injury hurts a lot for this Redskins team. Their defense is good. I think the Eagles do pull this one out. Their defense is, I think the Eagles defense is going to come back up like they did in the second half. They have not, They will have Nigel Bradham for a full game, and without him, that was just a, it was just awful. Even him and him without him and Hicks, it just didn't look good. And I think Wentz will still be Wentz. He'll be still he'll still be good. And I say at least by a touchdown, the Eagles will win. Uh, your thoughts on the Lane Johnson special? How will the Eagles offensive line hold up without Lane Johnson there? We'll see. I saw. I was at training camp for a little bit uh, this summer. Big V looked good. It was a little bit confusing over why. Now he was one of the uh, scratches for the one of the inactives for the past few weeks. I thought he might have gotten something. I also thought it would have been Isaac Sayamalo at that left guard spot, put Barber on the right tackle. But I guess Tuck Peterson's mind has changed, and during um, practice this week, in the past few weeks during the uh, Eagle season, it's changed. And I think the Sayamala injury has hurt his progress and thought a big V in that left guard right tackle spot. So it'll be interesting to see how he does in this first game. So we'll be back here at Plymouth White Marsh. That was your halftime show on Bob Long Sports. Roman Catholic is leading LaSalle College High School 10-7. LaSalle will get the ball to start the second half. You're listening to Bob Long Sports, LaSalle College High School football on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or... The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. L-Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L-Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. 
Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag make better happen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Back here in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania at PW. 
LaSalle trails Roman Catholic 10-7 here at homecoming and LaSalle's first home game of the regular season. Chris Dostromsky joining me is senior Dan Madden replacing Bob Long for the night as he's enjoying the Notre Dame Fighting Irish against the Sanford Cardinal, which probably is a better game than this right now. Bob, if you're listening, I don't blame you. I hope, you, I hope you're having fun <laughs> in Notre Dame there. but It's a great place, no doubt at all. I went there once, going there this year for lacrosse. Beautiful place. I don't know if you've been there. I have not been there, but I've only heard good things about South you should, Bend. You should probably get there. You should probably get there as well if you're listening at home. So Roman Catholic will be kicking off. Roman's going from our left to our right. LaSalle, the opposite. They're going to go to our from our right to our left. Flaherty will squib it. And number five, Corbin Mel just falls on it. And LaSalle will take over at the 34-yard line. Hopefully the Explorers offense can get going here. Um, they need some big momentum in the first drive here. Even if you get yards, get a couple of first downs, maybe not points, but I mean obviously you're looking for points. But if you don't get if you don't get anything, hopefully you get momentum for, for the future in the second half here. Bad start for the offense in the first half outside of Cy Madden touchdown. Speaking of Cy, he finds a little hole, he'll get to the forty. Gain of about five. Second down at five. So, not that not a pleasant start for the offense in the first half. That I was saying, running game hasn't been that strong. Passing game has pretty much been non-existent. Yeah, well, there haven't been many passes thrown, if we're being honest. But Simon, if he gets going, that opens up the passing game for Tom. Speaking of Madden, he gets a second straight carry. He's down at midfield at the fifty for a first down. And this is what you're looking for for the Explorers offense. Cy Madden getting good yardage. That'll open up the playbook for Tom Lamore for good passes, maybe some play actions, get Roman defense biting, and then get some, some good passes out there. Sal straight at the 50. And it's a first and 10 with two wideouts to the right of Lamort Under center. Gives it off yet again to Cy Madden. He'll get a gain around four on the play, down at the 46 into Roman territory. And another run by Simon, but I mean, might as well keep giving it to him if he's if he's running like this, getting easy first downs, easy yardage, five yard game for him there, and gives him a second, a long five, short six. Second down at six at the 46, 10:40 remaining in the third quarter. One more. Gives it off to Madden yet again. Madden at the 40. He's got the first down and more. He's down at the 34. Sire Madden. And another first down, fourth straight run for the Explorers. And yeah, like you said, fourth straight run by Sire Madden. They should be expecting it by this point, but that's two first downs on four runs by Sire Madden. Looking good to start the second half here, and that's exactly what you want as the Explorers offense. Absolutely, Dan. Explorers are quick to the ball. Four wideouts. Joey Burnham is a tight end. Madden a little bit behind Lamort. The shotgun formation. Madden gets the ball again. He'll gain a couple. And he's going to be marked down around a 32 after four progress. Joey Galasso. Matthew Galasso, excuse me, with the tackle. And it's a second down and eight from the 32 with 
10 minutes remaining in the third quarter. Same formation again. Shotgun for Tommy Lamort. Mort steps back. He's looking, he's fires. He has Brett Manley wide open. Incomplete. Anthony Butler. Excuse me. Looked like number 31, Clark Stiles, the defensive back, the sophomore, on the coverage. And it looked like Maley had the ball. It just went through him. Yeah, he, he looked like he, bumped, he fumbled the ball a little bit when he was catching it, and uh, the defensive back hit him at the exact right time, so it looked like the ball just popped out in the end zone. Nice pass by Tom Lawrence. Maybe could have let him a little bit more, but nothing you can say there. It was, it was, it was a solid pass by Tom. So it's now a third down and eight. Two wide receivers on the far side of the field. Maley at the bottom. Lamort gives it off to Madden. Madden gets away from a couple tackles. He won't be anywhere near the first down marker. He's down around the 28. And that's a fourth down. So, go on, Dan. Yeah, about fourth and four here. It's again in an awkward spot where you can't really punt it, can't really kick the field goal. It looks like the Explorers offense is again going to stay on here in the fourth down. Mike Wells missed a... 20-some yard field goal earlier in the game on the Explorers' first drive of the, of the game. They're going to go with four and fourth down and four. Lamort rolls to a strong side. Lamort still firing, looking. He fires, and it is intercepted. There you go. Good coverage, guys. Great freaking coverage. Great coverage, great coverage. by Roman Catholic. Yeah, like you said, great coverage by Roman there, uh, Basically, what would you call what you would call a punt by by the Explorers' offense, an interception by Tom Lamort for maybe like about a ten yards down the field. So, a start about the twenty yard line for a Roman Catholic here. Basically, basically a punt and a touchback. So, kind of a little bit better than an incompletion because Roman will now start at their own twenty. It's still eight yards, but still you don't want a turnover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tom may have had a man open a little bit downfield, but nothing you can do. We had some big men coming at him, and he, he, he rushed to throw a little bit. But basically, like you said, a, a punt for the Explorers. Two backs again for Roman, and as A.J. Gaiman. Gaiman gets a first down, out of bounds at the Roman sideline, down around the 28-32. Liam Trainer on the tackle. And the Explorers, D, really needs to stop Gaiman here. They... He's been getting big gains all game. Another 10-yard game for another first down for him. And hopefully the Explorers can stop him from bouncing outside and close the gaps, get him in the backfield before he can get the legs moving. So we don't have official stats up in the press box, but you would think he's close to or he's at around 100 yards of the game. As he gets the ball again, and he's got the hole. That's actually number four, Elijah Bolden, on that run. He'll get a first down, and Roman's at the 47 in their own territory. And like we said, we had a three-headed monster before the game, but two, two of the heads of the monster aren't playing. But look like they got two, two strong running backs in Elijah Bolden and A.J. Gaiman. So hopefully the Explorers can stop them here. But it's just they look strong so far, both, both downhill runners, both big guys that can run strong. First down at the 47 for Roman. Two backs again. One receiver on the near side of the field will give it to Bolden. Now it looks like it's Bolden's turn to get majority of the carries this half. He's got that's his second. Gain of only one. 
brought down by Tyler Whitehead. Ball is at the 49 of Roman Catholic. Bolden, the 5'10", 210-pound senior running back, along with Gammon. They've been the majority of Roman's offense this game. Second down and eight. Butler fires. It's call complete to number one, Joey Bristow. And it looks like it's a little bit short, one yard short of a first gain of about seven on the play. A strong throw by Anthony Butler there. Just zipped it into his wide receiver and uh, only where he could catch it a short slam for a good gain on makes it a third and short. Going back to Bolden for a second. This is really his third big game. He had he had recorded stats against Carroll and St. Joe's Prep last week. And he scored a touchdown against Carroll as we got a third down run. And that'll be enough for a first down. Short game, but that's enough. Or it seems. We'll see what happens. A huge pile here when they clear. Although LaSalle, LaSalle says they have the ball. It is fourth down. So it's not a first. LaSalle doesn't have the ball. It's a fourth down. And one. No gain on that play. It's still from the LaSalle. Oh, it looks like they they lost a yard on that play. It's forty at the 45 of LaSalle. Anthony Butler has a, a, a huge limp on a, to his left side. Looked like when he was in the pile down there, may have gotten hurt. Now some of the LaSalle players getting the, the suit section to get rowdy. Fourth and two. You got three, two backs again. And a high snap. It's chasing away at the 30. AJ Game, it's going to go down to the 20. Number eight, Trey McNeil. Gets in the face of Gaiman a little bit at the end. But that's great position for the Explorers as they are in the red zone. 6.15 left. That's what you need if you're that's John Simons' crew. Yeah, exactly what the Explorers needed. They, they needed a big defensive play and maybe a mistake by the Roman offense. Start with the ball around the 25-yard line. Starting field position is great, and they need to score here. Possibly on the first play. You might want to go for the throw on the first play. The, the, the Roman defense will not be expecting it. Madden will take the snap from Lamort. Gains a few. Lamort came down at the 18. But in a game where Roman hasn't had that many mistakes, we could be seeing a mistake cause Roman to give up this short lead. Exactly, yeah. Something you didn't want to see from the Roman offense, but good for the Explorers defense. It's like a lucky break for them. And a good starting field position, like I said, so they need to capitalize on this play. They need to get the first down, and they, they don't want to settle for a field goal here. Burnham and Madden on the backs. Lamort under center. Lamort gives it to Madden. Flag down. It looks like it could be coming back. There is a hold on LaSalle, so it is coming back. It'll be a long second down. And you didn't want that to happen as the Explorers offense. That's that's something that could kill a drive. They, they need to get the yardage back here to get to maybe the line, the original line of scrimmage or get to a third and at least 
five to ten yards so so they can make it a reasonable reasonable third down. So after that penalty, the ball is going to be placed at the Roman Catholic 37. And it's now going to be a second and 23. Lamort under center, feeds it to Madden. Madden bounces off of one guy, goes around to the sideline, still inbounds. He's down around the 32. Third down. This is a, a very long third down for the Explorers, maybe about third and 18, I'd say, third and 17. Um, not sure what to do here. I, I, I don't know if I would run the ball, maybe maybe take the loss on the drive or, or maybe go for a, a big play, get the first down, maybe a touchdown. Clark Styles on that tackle for Roman. Madden to Lamort's left. Three receivers to the far near side. Lamort is rolling, and he can't get the ball to Troy Holland, and it's fourth down as Lamort was getting pressured by a Roman defender. Yeah, Lamort took a big hit there, just had to get rid of the ball. There was a, a receiver in the vicinity, but Lamort takes a big hit and a, a long fourth down. Not sure what they would do here. Linebacker blitz from number 11, Matthew Galasso. So that's fourth down and 17. Yet again, they're still going to go for it. They're in that position where it's too far for a field goal and too close to punt. You need to speed it up a little bit. Play clock's running down. Seven on the play clock. Four receivers, two on the play clock, and it looks like they'll get the play off. Lamort fires for Brett Maley, and it's out of bounds. Ooh. Malley had it in his hands, just couldn't get the feet inbounds to get the touchdown. He had it in the end zone. A great play by Tom Lamort under pressure again, but put it where Malley could catch it, just couldn't keep his feet inbounds. So Roman has been starting on offense on this first half. In the first half, defense is their key right now in the second half. Two big drives for Explorers get stopped, including this one, which was originally at the 25. But due to a holding call, got pushed back, and a deep ball to Malley. Near the uh, near side corner of the end zone, just overthrown, and Roman will take over at the 32-yard line with four and a half left in the third quarter. With the KLites leading 10 to seven. Now they might have to take a timeout. There's two on the play clock. They get the snap on time, direct to Jordan Haynes, and he's going to go north. Gets past some explorers, and he's down. At the 35 on the Wildcat formation. And yeah, then the Wildcat formation, but Anthony Butler wasn't even on the field. Maybe maybe feeling the pain from the from the last drive. We saw a limp from him, maybe not coming back in the game because of that injury. Butler's still not out. They don't have another quarterback outside of number 17, Jeffrey Grosso on their roster and he's not out there yet but he is warming up on the sideline that's from what I can see along with it looks like it could be Butler as well uh, false start in Roman Catholic that'll push them back five yards to the 30 
So Haynes, right now the acting quarterback. He'll take it. Think about throwing it. He'll pass it off to Gammon, and he quickly picks it up. He's going to lose some yards, perhaps, and he just falls down to around. Really lucky play by, by Roman there. Um, maybe not the best decision by Haynes to, to pass it off before before he gets tackled to, 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 to Gammon, but lucky there that they could pick it up and only take a loss of about three yards for a third and 15. Very risky play for Roman right there. Very risky pass. Third and 15 from the Roman 27. Butler's back in. Butler throws complete to Jerry Bristow. Bristow, he's tackled short at the 40. Great tackle by number 13, Manny Quiles. The sophomore D-back. And it's going to be a fourth down and two. Even though there's a great tackle by Manny Quill, it's just something you don't want to let up as, as the defense there. It's a big gain and gives Roman the opportunity to go for it on fourth down, although it does not look like they will do that. So Roman is short of the sticks. Shane Flaherty out the punt with Quiles and Tom Flavin out to return it. It'll be out to Manny. Quiles returning it at the 29. He'll call for a fair catch with 153 left in the third quarter. Running a business can be taxing both in time and money. Don't get tangled up in the headaches and loopholes of litigation. Count on Hall & Hess O'Connell to protect your legal interests so you can get back to who and what you love. The attorneys at Hall & Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Or visit us online at hallandhess.com or check out our Facebook page. Good job. First down and 10 at the 30-yard line. As Tommy Lamore hands it off to Cy Madden. Gets away from a few tackles. Down at the 39, gain of nine. Great job for Madden, breaking multiple Roman defenders. Yeah, great run by him. He was wrapped up by two or three different Roman defenders and kept kept powering the legs forward and, and dives forward for what was close to a first down, and now we have basically second and inches. Ball's at the 39 of LaSalle. Two backs. Lamorton shotgun formation. Gives it right back to Cy Madden. Madden will get the first down. And he's down at around the 42. So that's the first down for the Explorers with 115 remaining in the second in the third quarter. <coughs> Sal has started to get something going, but they haven't been able to finish in this quarter on offense. As Lamort gives it right back to Madden. Madden goes south on the sidelines. He's at the 50. He'll get a first down at around the 46 in Roman territory. And yeah, like you said, the, the Explorers have looked good on offense. They've looked great at times with, with Cy Madden running very well and Tom Moore passing while well. they just had not been able to finish this whole entire game. They've only had one touchdown run by Cy. And hopefully they can finish on this drive before, before the fourth quarter begins so that they have more confidence going into that quarter. First and 10 at the 45. 
Lamort under center. Four receivers. We'll just give it right back to Madden. Madden going north now. Madden, and he'll just get jumped on. Loss of one, Demir Duvernay, the senior D-back on the tackle. Duvernay, the 5'9", 160, captain, wide receiver, and D-back. A lot of these players in Roman, they're listed as with two positions. They don't have a lot of guys on this team compared to LaSalle. Yeah, they're just not as deep as the Explorers are, but they've been playing very well on both sides of the ball. The only player that has one position is their quarterback, Butler. Second down and 11. We'll give it to number 13, Andy Quiles, and he's free. He is free at the 25-20, 15-10. He gone. Touchdown, LaSalle. No flag. Manny Quiles. And it's a 46-yard run. And LaSalle is going to take a... 13-10 lead, PAT pending with the end of the third quarter. And great run by Quills. He, give, he gives the Explorers another look at running back instead of Simon, the north-south runner. He's a quick one-cut running back. Some great moves there. Gets past the line of scrimmage. Breaks through the safeties. Great run. 46 yards and a touchdown for the Explorers lead. 14-10 pending this extra point. Don't jinx it here, Dan. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Don't jinx it. But so far... All the South scores have been at the when the, the uh, quarter has expired. As Mike Wells ball is up, kick is up, it is good. 14 to 10. Danny did it, Jix. That kick. And LaSalle will take the lead as we enter the fourth quarter. Folks, hang on to your seatbelts. It's going to be a, a fun finish right here from Plymouth White Marsh. We'll take a quick break. Well, you're listening to LaSalle College High School Football only on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag make better happen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. And welcome back to Plymouth White Marsh High School where LaSalle just took a 14-10 lead over Roman as we begin the fourth quarter. And this LaSalle student section and band has started to come slightly alive compared to the first half. Chris Stramski alongside Dan Madden filling in for Bob Long as Dane Karish kicks it off to number five, A.J. Gammon. It's Gammon. Goes south, quickly goes north, and he's down at the 25. Roman's going to go from right to our left. LaSalle from our left to our right. The special team is making a big play. It may seem like it's nothing, but... The, the, the Roman Catholic does not get very good starting field position. They're only at their own 26. Hopefully the Explorers D can feed off that and feed off the touchdown that they just got and maybe get a stop here instead of giving up huge runs like they have been all game. Manny Quiles, 46-yard run to end the quarter to give LaSalle a 14-10 lead. And as we see Anthony Butler back in to start this drive. Butler gives it off to Gammon. Gammon... Short gain, if any, 
second down. And like I said before, the Explorers' defense looks like they're feeding off that touchdown that just happened, and they're just, they're looking stronger and more physical on defense. They look faster and they look energetic, which is which is good to see. Maybe they can they get a huge stop here would would help their offense significantly. It's a, it's a it's a fun cliche to say, but something in that locker room during that halftime speech jolted LaSalle. And we've seen it before this year. When they played Archbishop Bryan, they had a t- really tough first half. They ended up being down, I think, 17-14 to 14 at halftime. They came back in the second, off and just second half and dominated, so hopefully they can do the same. Butler will give it off to A.J. Gaiman, and he finds a hole. He's down at the 40, and that'll give Roman a first down. It'll be marked at around the 42. And something we haven't seen much here is Anthony Butler throw the ball. I mean, I mean, you don't really have to at this point when, when the running backs have been playing so well with Gammon just running through the Explorer D. Butler here, the Explorer's defense needs to watch out for the big play because they've been running the whole game. The Explorer's cornerback cannot get caught on their, on their uh, heels, so they need to stay ready throughout this entire fourth quarter. First down and 10 from the 42. Butler, keep it rolling. It'll be complete. And he's down... At the 50, that's number 11, Matthew Galasso, the tight end. At midfield, gain of about eight. Right after I said it, Anthony Butler throws his, the first pass of the fourth quarter. A little short short pass, but a nice game by the, by the Cahillites. Second and two from the 50, 10-12 remaining, 14-10. LaSalle, tennis. Snap gets by Butler. And Gaiman will pick it up, and he's going to lose some yardage. A ton of yardage. And he's down around. They'll mark him down at the 30. Third and long. Second time the snap has gotten past Butler in this half. And a big punch to the gut for the Cahillites again. Uh, a huge loss on the, the snap over the head of Anthony Butler. And looks like about third, and we'll give him 20, maybe 25 here. So they're going to have to have a, a big play here, maybe a huge run, but... The Explorers' defense looks like they can they can work with this one. It's going to be a third and 22 from the 30. Roman needs something here. 9.23 to go in the game, and it looks like LaSalle will call a timeout. That's her first in this half. Yeah, it looked like the Explorers did not like what they saw out of the uh, the Cahillites' offense, so had to call a timeout there, but it's a good one to burn so that you, you make sure you don't let up a big play on this third down. So if you're just joining us, one, it's a great time for you to join. Second, it's been a, if you like defense, this is, such, this is a great game for you. It's been a defensive battle. LaSalle leads 14-10. It's mainly been dominated by Roman. A.J. Gaiman had a run early in the game. Roman added another touchdown late in the first half, or excuse me, second, third quarter. No, they didn't at all. I don't know what I'm saying. But Gam had a touchdown. Roman added a field goal, followed by two touchdowns from Cy Madden and Manny Quiles to end the first and third quarters, respectively. So now third and 22 from the 30, 921 remaining in this game. Butler is going empty backs, five eye receivers, three in the near side of the field, three in the 
on the far side, it looks like. Make that two. Butler throws at the feet of Jordan Haynes. He looked like he had enough time to throw, make a better pass. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it looked like Austin Lemke maybe gotten fingertips on that or may have just made Butler think twice about throwing that ball. So, uh, yeah, Butler had plenty of time to throw that. Looked a little nervous in the pocket. So, hopefully the Explorers on this punt return can maybe get another touchdown and have some cushion in this fourth quarter. It's Brett Maley and Tom Flavin back at around 36, 38 yard lines. And this punt doesn't look good at all. And it's going to be marked down at around the 50-yard line. It looked a little bit generous from that's from our end. But LaSalle will end up getting really good field position with 9-10 left, hoping to make this a two-possession game. Yeah, like I said, the Explorers need some cushion here, maybe to give their defense some 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 cushion to work so they don't they don't seem nervous. But the Explorers offense has looked proficient in the second half compared to the first half where they just they gained yards, but they couldn't get anything done. In the second half, they've looked like they've come out with a reason to play. Uh, Manny Quills and Simon have had a, been a great duo running back in the second half. And Tom Lamort, although he has not passed much, he, he looks confident in his play calls. Lamort and shotgun with Simon Madden right behind him. First down, gives it right to Madden. And he'll be tackled at around the 48 for a second down. Corbin Mel trying to get this student section to get rowdy on this big offensive drive. Second down and eight. Shotgun again. Two wide receivers on the near side. Lamort finds one of those receivers. That's Brett Maley. And he's going to be down at around the 40, and they'll give him the first down. And again, Tom Lamore's strong suit is rolling out of the pocket and, and making easy throws for about 5-10 yard gains and something you saw there, an easy pass to Brett Malley, a nice pitching catch for a first down. Tom Lamore, great great throw, Brett Malley, great catch and first down here and chewing up clock in the fourth quarter. This is perfect. This is what LaSalle wants to do in this situation. Three wide receivers on the far side. Cy Madden right behind again. And who else gets it but Cy Madden? Down around the 39, 38. We'll give him two. Second and eight. Number 56, Colin Hirschman. Slow to get up. He's fine. Give some shout-outs to the line. We haven't really done that this game yet. Yeah, Hirschman looked like he was just taking a little break on the, on the ground there. Nothing too bad. It's been a long game, maybe a little cold. The, the legs are feeling a little sore, but nothing he can't handle, obviously. Nice 50-degree temperature here at Plymouth White Marsh. It's better than a late November game. Second down. Madden loses the ball, and it's going to be picked up by Roman. And I think number 65, Daniel Edwards, stripped the ball out of Cy Madden. Not sure who got the ball afterward. But what a turn of events for Roman Catholic. Yet again, their defense steps up. The absolute last thing you want to see the Explorers offense. Sloppy play by Cy Madden needs to take care of the ball in this fourth quarter because it's, it's one of those things where 
you don't have to gain yards, but you have to hold on to the ball as a running back in the fourth quarter when you're up four in a, in a tight game. But a huge turn of events and Roman Catholic looking to looking to to, to score on this uh, this drive after a huge turnover for them. That's not hope. It's shades of Ryan Matthews on Sunday last week. First down and ten. One back. Butler's going to throw, and it is complete to number ten. Jordan Haynes is taken down by number 10, Devin Smith. 10 taken down, number 10. Devin Smith, a great safety for the Explorers. Very physical, very very strong on defense. Uh, one, of their, one of their big players, one of their very underrated players, one of the guys that is, like, is the, the glue to the defense. He's just a junior, 5'7", 155. Second down and three from the 48 in LaSalle territory now. Butler screens to Haynes again, and he's open. He is going to go 20, 15, 10, 5. Goodbye. He's in the cribbins. Touchdown, Roman Catholic. And it is absolutely silent on the, the Explorer sideline here. A, a, a nice screenplay called uh, Great Blocking Downfield for the, for the Cahill Lights. And hopefully the Explorers can come back from this one with only 6.33 remaining in this game. The offense needs to kick it in gear, needs to score here so that they can win this game, obviously. What a sequence of events for Roman. The forced fumble on Cy Madden, followed by the two plays by Haynes, and especially this touchdown on that screen pass right there. As the 27, Ryan Flaherty's kick is no good. That's big. It, was a, it looked like a little bit low. So now Roman just leads by two. A field goal if LaSalle needs a field goal to win this game, does it? That's actually a huge extra point for the Cahillites. Uh, if the Explorers kick a field goal here, they could win the game. I mean, not coming, to, not jumping to conclusions, but that could be uh, a big factor in the game come, come uh, closing time. I think that might be why we see Flaherty squib these kicks a lot. Doesn't have that kicking, that those air yards. As we like to say on the Eagles Twitter, those yeah. air yards. In high school, it's tough. It's tough to, to find a kicker that can that can really boot the ball. And the Explorers are very lucky to have two of those guys, uh, Dan Karish on the on the kickoffs that can really boot it downfield, and Mike Wells during the extra points and and field goals that really can just boot the ball down the field. Just something you don't see often in high school. And punts. Don't forget the punts. Exactly punts. the punts. Mike Punters well, are people's too. You Mike, know. Mike Wells punts very good as well. Got to give a shout out to Cole Lurch, <laughs> long snapper. We're going to about the entire special teams. Why not Cole? He's going to Temple next year with his brother Corey. So Roman's going to kick it off. Six thirty-three remaining in the game. Expecting a squib. Flaherty indeed squibs it. And it's picked up by number five, Corbin Mel. And he has some room, and he's down in midfield. Corbin Mel catching the ball at his own 40, gets a gain of around 10. Yet again, good field position for the Explorers. But let's see if they can be mistake-free and they can score some points on this drive. And yeah, Corbin Mel, like, again, what I like to call a, a glue player for the Explorers defense and offense. He plays fullback every once in a while and linebacker. One of those guys that is a great on-the-field leader, gets the guys pumped up, and is very, very leads by example. But what I like, what I like to see in a player. First down and ten from midfield. Two wide receivers: Joey Burnham, Cy Madden, the backs. He's all sides, all 
Brett Maley in motion. Looks like he's off sides. Cy Madden. Down around the 46. Look at Corbin. I'm, I'm, lo I'm looking at the uh, right at the bench area. Corbin Mel trying to get the students pumped up. But as we said before, it looked like Brett Maley was the one who was off sides. Just going a little bit before the ball was snapped. Yeah, he was in motion. He looked like he stepped forward a little too far ahead of the ball. So a tough play for the Explorers makes it first and 15 here. It's kind of tough to get this, this kind of student section pumped up if you're down by two and there's nothing really going on. You're right, it is tough. First and 15 from the 45. Tommy Lamore under center. Two backs again. Gives it to Madden. Madden gets away from a couple tackles. He's back at the original line of scrimmage. Maybe then some A's down at the Roman 49. That's a gain of about six. Second down and nine. Good work by Side to get the original line of scrimmage back. We got second and ten. This is workable for the Explorers offense, but they need they need to get a, a, a good play here. Maybe get third and five or even get the first down. We're, we're aiming for a, a score here. We need the, we need the, the time's ticking down. We got five minutes and 16 seconds going, ticking down. So hopefully the Explorers can get it working. Shotgun formation. Burnham the only back. Lamort fires, throws, complete. That's Liam Trader. We haven't said anyone's name outside of maybe Brett Maley. Tom Flavin and a couple others. We haven't heard say trainers name at all this game, except maybe a couple times early on. That's about a gain of about six. Yeah, and the it's a third and three. The Explorers have not used Troy Holland or Liam Trainer much this game. This drive, they need to get them going because those are key players for the Explorers offense. Those are big guys, big targets for Tom Lamore. He likes those two. He likes to, to throw to those two. So hopefully they get open for him and they can they can march down the field here. Trainers only got one catch in this last two games each. One against Ryan for 10 yards, one against Judge for 5 yards. And it looks like LaSalle caught Roman crossing the line of scrimmage. Looks like Lamore got the hard count. Well, let's see. Offsides on Roman. That's a first down. Great job by Tommy Lamore in the hard count right there. That's a first down for the Explorers. Yeah, that's one of those plays that, that you don't see on the stat line but could be a big play in the game. A, a hard count gives them a first down and gives them room to work instead of a, a tough third down with more pressure on them. I think Corbett Mel has been spending more time getting the student section pumped up than on his own sideline. First down, Lamort takes a handoff. Wide open, Brett Maley, and he can't get it. Just a little bit underthrown, overthrown. Yeah, it was tough for Tom Lamore to get that pass off. Looked like he was throwing off his back foot. Had a lot of pressure on him, but he had Brett Maley open in the in the middle of the field. Just a tough play for the Explorers. We started to see a lot more passing these last few minutes from both teams after a run-heavy first three and even three three quarters and half of this one. 4.08 left, second down and 10 from the 38. Lamort with Cy Madden as the only back. Mandy Quiles in motion. He gets the sweep. Quiles down around the 34. Mandy 
another good look for the Explorers. Manny Quills gives him a, a, a one-cut running back and it gets five yards there, reduces a third down to a, to a short gain here. I apologize for any of the uh, Quills family that's in Quiles for some reason. And Manny, sorry, Manny. And he's hobbling off a little bit. I'm not sure if LaSalle caught a timeout there. Injury timeout. And it's an injury timeout to, Qu- to Quiles. Quills. Quills is hobbling a little bit. On number eight, Trey McNeil also being worked on. Getting one of his, his left calf being rolled. So it's a third and six from the 34. Lamort calls Harry Scanlon in motion. Lamort fires complete to Joey Burnham. And he won't get that first down. He's short of the sticks. Burnham, as they call him, the meatball on the LaSalle football team. Nice catch there by Burnham, but he got, he got he has a big hit on him. Uh, I'm not sure who really got the tackle, but that was a nice hit to bring him back and not let any more for, for momentum go. It was Ryan Flaherty on the tackle. So now it's a fourth and three at the 31. Big play right here. Lamore under center. He's going to give it to Cy Madden. And he's going to get that first. Cy Madden's down at the 26. Big run right there from Cy. I think for a second there, if you if you dropped a pin, you, you could hear it throughout the whole crowd because no one was, you saw everyone hold their breath and that was a, almost stopped in the backfield. But he gets the first down, Cy Madden making his magic happen. Here comes the first down, 223 remaining. The Explorers need to score here. Ball is at the 26, first and 10. Cy Madden, the only back. Four wide receiver set. Lamort fakes a handoff. Still looking, he fires, finds Burnham. He's at around the 16. That's where he's out of bounds. The meatball. Getting some of that meat. <laughs> gain of five. And a nice five-yard gain again. Tom Lamort, a nice pass. Check down to Joey Burnham. He's been taking some big hits, Tom Lamort. He's been rolling out, and guys have been getting to him. He's taking hits, and you see a little bit of a limp from him that we saw past couple of weeks, maybe a calf injury I think we heard, but he, he should be close to 100%, maybe a, a couple lingering injuries, but he, he's been taking some big hits, so got to give him a lot of credit this game. We're going to first and 10 at the 15. Lamort gives a Cy Madden. Thought he was down, but not really. Now they call him down. He's down at the... Well, get a loss about two or three. 148 to go in that game. So Roman has three timeouts. LaSalle has two. LaSalle, we think, is in all right field goal range from Mike Wells. Granted, he did miss a, a kick earlier in this game. I do still have confidence in Mike Wells, though, so I am surprised to see Roman not using any timeouts yet. 125 to go. Tick, 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 tick. Second down and 14. Here's Lamort. Lamort will give it to Cy Madden. Madden driving down to around the 15. Now there's still one minute left. And it's a third and 11 at the 16. 
LaSalle is just eating up clock. 12 on the play clock. They're hurrying. They are hurrying. They might have to take a timeout here. Let's see what happens. You don't want to hurry a play here. You don't want to hurry a play, and you might make a mistake. And we do get a timeout, and it is from LaSalle. That's your second. 37.6 seconds remaining. Smart call by the Explorers. They they look like they were rushing the play there, and you don't want to make a mistake this late in the game. So good timeout there to get their heads set, get their screwed in. So you can calm down, get a play call, make the play happen. So the ball is fairly in the middle of the field right now. That's perfect for Mike Wells. Easy kick. Doesn't really need to angle it anywhere. You got the 16. Granted, it might be a 31-yard attempt from here. If they don't get any yardage, they would like to get a little bit more yardage. With 37.6 seconds left. Roman still has all three timeouts. It's a little bit surprising that Roman didn't use any of their timeouts thus far. I have to agree with you there, Chris. Uh, um, again, you might want to give Mike Wells a little more room to work. I mean, he is he is a great kicker, but he's only a high school kicker, so you can't expect too much out of him. So you got to give him some more yards. And I am, again, surprised that the Roman the Roman Cahillites have not used many of their timeouts. They still have three on the clock, and there's 37 seconds left. So here we go with third and 11 from the 16. Sal is down by two. Time in Lamort. Rolling, rolling. He throws incomplete for Brett Maley on the near side. Looking for that first down. It was just out of his reach. Fourth down and 11. And here comes Mike Wells. When you see Tom Lamort hopping off the field, his, his, his friends have to help him off the field. His teammates do. He's got a no, he's now he's got a noticeable limp right now. And he does, and he's been getting hit all game. And you see Brett Malley again. He was he looked like he dove off the field and was was rolling around a little bit. Looked like an ankle sprain, something like that. Nothing too serious. He's walking around now. It's gonna be a 33-yard field goal for Mike Wells. And what did you guess? Roman takes her first time out, but Mike Wells does get a chance to practice. We've seen this today. Clemson near you, NC State. NC State had a chance to win this game. They were tied with Clemson. This similar situation happened. Wide right. So, as the Cole Lurch and Mike Wells fatheads appear, what's going through the mind of uh, Mike Wells, do you think? I mean, hopefully there's not a lot going through his mind. Hopefully he's just thinking about the ball going through the field, the, the, the pile of the field goal. But... I mean, it's it's tough not to think about missing that field goal. Hopefully, hopefully he's got his mindset on making this. This presumably is the game for LaSalle. It is a 33-yard field goal try. Lurch, the snapper, snaps it. Ball is spotted. Kick is up. It, it is no good. There is a flag on the field. There is a flag on the play, however. The LaSalle Explorer thought the kick was good. We'll see what this penalty is. You see the, the LaSalle Explorer's offense walking off the field, so I'm not sure what the call is here. They're going to give a first down to LaSalle. No. Maybe. They, 
look. And it looks like the first down markers are up for LaSalle. We don't know what the... Roman Catholic is off sides. Is that an automatic first down? I don't think it's an automatic first down. It's all fourth down. Yeah, it's got to still be a fourth down. It is a, it's all fourth down. So now instead of a 33, a 28-yard field goal try for Mike Wells. We assume. Looks like there's still some confusion by the, the refs and the, the sideline of Roman Catholic. We don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. So now the ball is still back at the first down mark. I have no clue what it was. Fourth and six. Okay. Yeah, they had fourth and 11, the, so it was a five-yard penalty. It looks like the down marker there. moved back to where the original spot was, but now it moved back up. It's a five-yard penalty. So it looks like it's going to be a shorter 28-yard attempt. Ball is spotted. Kick is up. It is. No good again. Mike Wells misses twice. And that's his third miss of the game. And that should do the game. That should be the win for Roman Catholic. That will be their first win in 12 meetings. Their last win back in 07. Don't know what's going on. Did Roman call a timeout? No, there's another flag on the field. There's another flag. It's delay of game on the offense. Delay of game on the Explorers. Move them five yards back again. And looks like we have another kick here. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, This is wild. Twice Mike Wells misses it. From 33, from 28, and now... LaSalle, don't don't we we don't even know what's happening right now. And this is the toughest thing to do as a high school. You gotta wipe out your memory of the last two kicks here. You so we we've heard it's a delay of game. We can't really tell. And there's an official's timeout. They didn't really say it. I didn't really hear a call from the referee. Yeah, we, didn't, we did not so, see a call, but this is not one of those plays where Roman can decline the penalty. It's one of those where that has to go five yards back. So looks like the Explorers should have another, another kick to go here. I believe they could decline it, but it wouldn't really, that the kick would still, this kick would still, they would still have to kick the ball. Yeah, because it happened before the, before the kick happened, so. They're not, I don't even know what, where they're spotting it. And it's going to be spotted back at that original position. Set it back to 30 seconds. 16-14. Third try for Mike Wells from 33. Ball is spotted. Kick is away. It is good! Oh my goodness! And third time is a charm, Chris. Oh my goodness! This is unbelievable. Oh my. 
This could give anyone in the, in the sidelines a heart attack. This is unbelievable. I've never experienced something like this. Well, I don't think you have, I have either. I, have I don't think any of these guys. You missed twice. There's confusion everywhere. Yes. First, an offsides call on Roman. Second, you have a delay of game. Both of those kicks miss. Then he kicks it again. He makes it. Now, we're with the Roman coaches in the press box. They can't believe it. We can't believe it. Nobody can it's, believe it. it. It's a, honestly, it was a really confusing situation. I have, I've never seen anything like this at any level of the games. A lot of confusion. Multiple penalties where the ball goes forward and the ball goes back. Two missed field goals. And then finally, third time's a charm for Mike Wells. And they're up 17-16. And that, that extra point comes back to haunt Roman Catholic. Been, I was at LaSalle for four years, and we've all, I've always had this thing called LaSalle magic that I've thought of. This is that LaSalle magic right there. 24.9 seconds left. LaSalle is up 17-16. to 16. It's still hectic. Dan Karras will kick it off. A.J. Gaiman, Jordan Haynes, back to return. Let's see what comp- conspires right here. Gaiman will return it at his own eight. Gaiman gets tackled. What a play by number 33, Brendan Daly. We haven't said his name either this game. No one was there to guard him. And that was a great tackle by Brendan Daly. And gives Roman some, some starting field position that is tough to work with with 20 seconds remaining. 20.7 seconds. Roman has two timeouts. LaSalle has one. I don't think LaSalle's going to use her timeout at all. So let's see what happens here. Gaiman is the only back. We have about four receivers, three to the near side. First and 10 from the 17, 20.7 seconds left. Butler throws it, and it's complete to Haynes. Haynes is going around, goes the opposite side, and he avoids a couple of tackles. He's down near the first down marker, 9.1 seconds left. Chris Maloney on the tackle. And I assume it's a first, they are giving it a first down. That's why the clock stopped. Romans should take a timeout. It looks like they did. And they, they did take to. a timeout. Those are, that's one of those plays that makes your heart skip a beat. Jordan Haynes it extends the play, runs to the other side of the field and gains 10 yards. Looked like he had an opening, but the Explorers closed it very quickly. So we can, we can catch your breath after those surprisingly, surprisingly shocking and weird few plays. If you're just joining us, let's, let's just re- recap the past three kicks. Missed kick from Mike Wells from 33. Eventually, it was an offside call on Roman. Second kick, he missed from 28. It was a delay of game on LaSalle. Third kick, 33 back again. He makes it. And now Roman has a chance to win the game. Down by one, 9.1. I think you would have to go all out here. There's no chance. Although we did see a long screen early in the game. All right, let's see what happens here. One back, three receivers. Butler. Butler throws for number one, Joey Bristow. I don't know why he didn't go out of bounds. 1.9 seconds left. He spent maybe about three or four seconds Still in bounds, trying to juke a receiver instead of going out of bounds. Gambling Brothers pass complete to Joey Bristow. 
That'll also give him that it's a second down now. Down really doesn't matter at this point. 1.9 seconds left. Roman Roman's, burns their last time out. Roman does burn their last time out. They are at the 37 in their own territory. And it really just all comes down to this play. It's a, It's got to be a Hail Mary. They're, they're at their own 37-yard 30, line. So the Explorers can't let up a big play. they got to have guys back there. They need to get guys on the rush as well. So Butler doesn't have all the time in the world. But it all comes down to this, really. Just one of those plays that anything could happen. And as we've seen already, anything can happen. So for most of us here, it's just sit back and watch. For you at home, it's sit back, listen, and and listen. Because you can't watch because you're not here. Second down one from the 37. 1.9 seconds left. Not a surprise. It's an empty back formation. Two wide receivers to the far side. Three to the near side. Haynes is the receiver in motion. Goes to the far side. Butler. And he's going to get pressured by number 72. Chris Maloney, and that's the game. LaSalle, somehow, some way, thanks to two flags, one in their favor, one not in their favor. You could say it, both of them were in their favor. They win the game by a score of 17 to 16. Wow. And Chris, honestly, that's one of the luckier games I've seen them win this year. It's just, just third time's a charm. That's all I really got to say. The one, two penalties, one in their favor, one not in their favor. And then finally come out with, with, with a victory on the, on the field goal. And like I said earlier, the extra point haunted uh, Roman Catholic, that extra point that they missed in the, to end the game. 17-16, to 16, your final. We'll take a short break, and we'll have a short wrap-up once we catch our breaths. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Football right here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215 287 Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. And welcome back to Plymouth Whitemore's High School, where the Explorers defeated Roman Catholic somehow, some way, thanks to three kicks, two of them missed, but flags came in LaSalle's favor. They win 17 to 16. LaSalle improves to five and two. Roman, well, they fall to two and five, and that's their first loss in Catholic League play. Well, not their first loss. Excuse me. They're now two and three in Catholic League play. LaSalle improves to four and zero. Chris Skremski alongside Danny Madden. If you're joining us on Facebook Live, thank you for doing that. Danny, wow. Yeah, Chris, I mean, one of those games just you really got nothing to say. That There's two penalties, one that was in the Explorers' favor, one that was not. But really all you could say that both both penalties went in the Explorers' favor. Two missed field goals and ended up with a 33-yard field goal for, for Mike Wells. Just a crazy game. The Explorers did not look good most of that game. Roman really outplayed them, but Explorers eked out a win here, and thank God they did because we got a big week coming up next week against St. Joseph's Prep, and we needed oh this win. my. So let's let's go back. Let's go back before all of the shenanigans occurred. Let's go back to the beginning of the game, and it looked really strong for Roman. Right out of the gate, a deep screen, a long screen to Jordan Haynes. Got it right in deep territory. And as we have Chris Sanders and Pat Blewett, the former LaSalle sports kids who were there, unbelievable game. Roman just strong on offense right out of the gate. Yeah, really, Roman's, Roman's run game was strong throughout the entire game. Uh, strong start for them, uh, a, nice, a nice screen to start off the game, and a, a huge game for a touchdown. But um, Gaiman looked strong the entire game. He, he, he ran north and south. He just basically beat down the Explorers' defense, but... It's upsetting for him and for the team that they couldn't pull out a win throughout, even though they basically outplayed the Explorers the entire game. Cy Madden got a touchdown to tie the game up at 7. Then it was 10-7 at the end of the half, thanks to Mike Wells' field goal. And then uh, Mandy Quiles, Quills, excuse me again, got a 46-yard run to end the third quarter, 17-10. It looked like excuse me, 17-7, to seven, and it looked like Roman would be would be done. But no, not at all. Roman came back, eventually tied it up 16, well, ended up going ahead 16-14, and then we have our finale. Still a crazy finale. Yeah, a sloppy play by uh, Cy Madden at one point in the game. I know he fumbled, and it led to the, the Cahillite score, but to end the game, just, you know, again, nothing really to say. Just two missed field goals. I mean, that's something you don't usually hear about, and then you end up winning. Two missed field goals in, in one possession. And then the third field goal finally goes in after two penalties, and Mike Wells has had to have a roller coaster of emotions tonight. So lucky for him he made that third one, and good for the Explorers that they eked out a win. They got a lot to work on this week. Uh, quick thoughts before we get out of here. Thoughts on this game and thoughts against St. Joe's Prep next week. Again, a lot to work on. The Explorers did not look that good today against Roman, which they, they should have they should have outplayed them, and they did not. Um, they they uh, they have a, again a lot to work on. Prep has been preparing for this game in the entire year, so the, the Explorers just need to be better at all facets of the game if they want to play against Prep and get in that game. 
What an incredible win. We have to go. Our thanks to Bob Long, who is in South Bend, Indiana, for the Notre Dame-Stanford game. He got a little bit of that uh, Notre Dame magic with us today. Some of that LaSalle magic is back. And homecoming, the opening game, ho- first home game, excuse me, of the LaSalle season. Next week, they got, guess who? They got St. Joe's Prep right here, Saturday, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We will have that on Bob Long Sports. I won't be here. Danny will probably be here. Bob Long will be here. Uh, our thanks to Bob. Thanks to Mr. Carabello for the internet service. Uh, for Dan Madden, I'm Chris Stremski signing off. Uh, hail LaSalle.